know. I saw a bird I saw, and then I saw my, a cat. It was the energy of the sun. <laughs> we are all little organisms <laughs> on a living rock. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Earbuds Podcast. This is a shorty. If you can't tell, today we are talking about Animal Collective. All right. Uh, we are time skiffs. Talking about time skiffs. And yep. time felt very long listening to this record. Yeah, I feel like I went through a time skip. Hey. Hey, okay. Joke landed. Uh, it's Look, it's not going to be anything different from what you expect from Animal Collective. It's all the wavy synths. It's the layers and layers and layers of instruments. It's got those harmonies mm-hmm. that sound like folky, like Beach Boys as well. Super, super folky, man. Like uh, there was a lot of uh, like of this record that brought me back to like 60s psychedelic rock, like almost like traditional psychedelic rock <laughs> in a lot of ways. And a lot of it brought me back to like Fleet Foxes, which you mentioned. Yeah. And like, it was like, oh, my God, these are like. It, 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 the guy even sounds like the singer for Fleet Foxes. It was really trippy. Like we once we, it's like he's, like we were saying while we were listening to it. Like once we got Fleet Foxes in our head, it's like all we could hear. Yep. And it was really cool too because there was uh, like specifically like car keys sounded a lot like the Beach Boys to me and, and their harmonies, um, and just you know kind of like Pet Sounds era Beach Boys, like yeah. you know like I said like traditional psychedelic rock. And uh, apparently they get compared to Beach Boys all the time. And I never heard that. Uh, I never made that comparison before listening to them until this record. And, you know, it's it's a good record. I can't. It's it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> I'm, I'm really surprised at how much I liked it. Yeah, I, I've listened to uh, Mayweather Mary Pavilion or whatever that record is. Yeah. You know, I've tried yeah. to listen to that multiple times and it's all right. And I've heard a couple really good songs by them. Uh, I like my girls a lot. And my girls. Yeah, that's that's but that's a, uh, you know, there's a lot of Animal Collective that I couldn't listen to, uh, right. especially when they were like first coming up, like or when I was first, you know, hearing about them in like 2007, 2008. There was only a handful of stuff I could actually listen to them yeah. because I, it, it was so like unfocused and all over the place and just noisy. And I just can't, you know, me and you both like need a groove to, to listen to music. And yeah, which there's is a lot more groove on this record. One of the things I appreciate a lot more on this record, there's drums on, I think, every song except for maybe the last one. Uh, and really good drums, too. Yeah. It, it, like nothing complicated or anything like that, but they sound real nice. The bass sounds real nice throughout the record. Some great bass lines. The vocals obviously sound fantastic. The synths sound fantastic. Yeah. The music scape of the album is incredible. You know? Yeah, man. For, for real. Very open and atmospheric and dreamy. The whole record. Um, but cool, like uh, time signatures, cool rhythms throughout the whole thing. Uh, right. Like you said, like really, like I really liked their use of the keyboards and the pianos and the synths and the bells and the samples and all that stuff that they they still had all of that on this record, but it was used so much more like traditionally 
and psych right. psychedelic rock and and like a lot more focused and they used it it was all there for a reason and it, it all added to the the song yeah and it didn't take me out of it at all i i just liked it so much more like this was more to me like a sufjan stevens type mm. psych rock than what i expected from animal collective like i thought i was gonna hate this fucking album i i can imagine animal collective fans might think this is like a step back for animal collective and they might complain it's too straightforward and it's too yeah traditional it's not like crazy enough but i personally really liked it i still think i would most enjoy this in a very specific lazy laid-back context instead mm -hmm. of like listening to it like focusing on it you know this, uh, this is a great beach record oh or, yeah you know yeah like great hiking floating beach the lake record. yes or you're just like you know you're blazed in your living room and you're just yeah. hanging out with friends yeah like which is what i just did <laughs> listening to it <laughs> like uh but yeah man this is a great like driving record like i can see like just a really pretty drive and you have this on it's 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 really nice it's very beautifully recorded very uh well produced yeah um and and for the most part like really well written songs that uh you know were not catchy like i don't think any of the vocals ever i'm not gonna remember any melodies except the last one that we heard because it was literally the last one that we heard right but uh yeah i was i was really impressed with the with this album and uh and like i said it brought me back to like 60s psychedelic rock with like a you know they even had sitar on some songs mm -hmm. yep and uh you know very atmospheric uh songs also and then super folksy the whole the whole album which uh was huge in the 60s you know that was yeah. like the and the height of it 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 almost kind of looks like folk is coming back in its own way there's some Sufjan Steven stuff coming out Fleet Foxes has always been a forerunner of modern yeah. folk uh but i i think i've been seeing that more and more often there's a lot more like uh, folk country coming out these days, also. Um, really, like good stuff too. And I couldn't even name one one artist right now, but I've there. That's like the new brand of country that I like uh, is the the more folksy stuff, kind of bringing it back to its roots. Mm. But man, you know, other than like every, the only thing I didn't really like about this record was some songs were super repetitive, but right. uh, the, the lyrics are just like the silliest shit I've ever yeah, heard. It's, it's incomprehensible to me. It, it could it be is. really good. It could be like very touching to someone, but it seemed to me, especially on the song, uh, like Walker passerby that it's yeah. probably Ugh. lyrics that only the singer understands and could ever put a context to, you y know? Yeah. It's yeah. not really something someone else can interpret. Yeah, I, I think the all, lyrics the lyrics on pretty much the entire record were just kind of silly, um, and it felt like they were trying really hard to be deep a lot of times, um, which made them a little cringe. But like they were really fun to follow along because I was it, they were making me laugh because of how like incoherent they are. Um, <laughs> but the lyrics just meant nothing to me. Yeah, I thought they were just really silly. And some of the you know we were following along on Genius with the lyrics, and some of those annotations were just again trying really hard to be psychedelic like deep right. hippy dippy you know uh <laughs> like type of uh spiritualism and all that and it was just it just didn't it didn't grab me uh but i did i loved all of the vocals on the record like they could have just sang for sure just for sure. Ah, they could have sang no words at all and i would have enjoyed it just as much they're so tight and yeah. it is it's still a little hard to tell which singer is which but all of them sound all of them together sounds really good. 
I don't know who's who, but like you mentioned, Passerby, that one like started sounding like a Flight of the Concord song with how silly right. the lyrics were, and but it wasn't ironic at all. So uh, it's like you said that it's like they're trying so hard to go into deep psych territory there that it's almost becoming a parody of themselves. Yeah, and you know whatever people have different interpretations, but to me, I've never been a fan of that kind of stuff. So whatever. No, it's it's always a little, it's always a little silly to me. Um, as much as I enjoy that, you know, like I'm so glad that that some people talk like that and think that way and everything because I feel like those are, you know, the closest thing that we have to like modern philosophy <laughs> is you know just hippy dippy sunchild right. uh, stuff and and you know I can dig it for for its uh, kookiness, you know. Uh, well let's let's get into the let's get into our choice nugs here. Yeah. Huh? What do you think? Let's I. My first one, I think, might be your first one, and it's going to hmm. be Prester John. Yeah, that's definitely one of mine, dude. I, I really, really like that song. Yeah, I love how the vocals sound on that one. It, it's it got that Beach Boys, Fleet Foxes kind of mm-hmm. uh, harmony vocals. I love the springy synths. I love that bass line. Uh, Great kick tone. Like, specifically the kick <laughs> yeah, tone. You, like I, you, you, specifically, you uh, mentioned the kick. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't think I would have noticed it because it was so. I don't know, but it sounds nice. It sounds very real. I guess. Yeah, it sounds very real, very organic, and like big. Just they just allowed this like big sound to come out of the kick on that song. But yeah, man, like you said, like I really like the piano and guitar back and forth. Once the song kind of kicks in, yeah. in the first verse, it takes a little bit to build up. But I love that back and forth they were doing. Uh, super fleet foxy uh, harmonies and vocals and yeah right in the middle there like you said the very shimmery synthesizer stuff that they were doing yeah was cool and yeah solid bass like there was a lot of good bass on this record yeah i thought it was maybe not so stand out but just a real solid thing you can always go back to if you're like all right i'm i'm kind of done listening to these <laughs> springly synths all over i'm just going to kind of focus in on that groove baby yeah, and that, you know, Presser John, they had a, a few, quite a few songs on this record were like over five, six minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, and this one is, I think, a little over six minutes, but it's one of the only ones that is that length that I don't think lost us ever. Like, we were, we weren't um, like, we were getting sleepy legitimately, like during some <laughs> songs. <laughs> but no, this song definitely deserved its length, I think. Mm hmm. It was good because it had uh, a lot of great moments and it built up on itself. It got kind of louder and louder uh, progressively throughout the whole thing. And then uh, it ends on this really cool, like really trippy, synthy part at the end with like, yeah, right. I don't know if there's like, that's a saxophone there at the end just for a second. Their use of sax on the whole record I thought was like very well done because they use it as purely like adding to the atmospheric part there was no like like type of sax it was all just like i mean i could i would have appreciated some of that oh that would have been, been nice for me that would have been nice so wait for sufjan steven's new stuff to come out he'll right. he'll give you what you want okay but yeah man presser john definitely definitely a choice nug uh what was your second nug uh my second one before i do that i'll give my honorable mentions i like cherokee a lot okay um, I loved all the little bubbly water sounds and like the tremolo keys and 
the drums and the bass were super jazzy. Uh, I just thought the lyrics were really stupid, but it had a really cool like rhythm. The time signature, I, I felt like they were chain, they were going back and forth between two time signatures, like every other measure. It's really cool because the the lyrics were would land. He was doing the same delivery for every line, but they were landing on a different rhythm right. because of what the drums were doing. It was really interesting, uh, and I liked "We Go Back" a lot, and I liked "Royal Desire" a lot. Yeah, "We Go um, Back" was an honorable mention of mine as well. Yeah, it was really good, man. All the music was cool. All that xylophone, like the cool affected vocals at the end, like during the last chorus, and yeah, the, that like that really weird, like the outro is super spacey and super like a lot of stuff is happening and not happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, my, uh, my, actually it was my first choice nug, um, listening to this record and it was car keys. Car keys. Car keys is, a uh, another honorable mention of mine. I, that was, you know, dragon slayer was the opening track was kind of fucking goofy. <laughs> uh, but it was, I liked it. It was a lot more psych rock than like wildly experimental, like their older stuff. But I was thinking like, all right, this is, I was already thinking this is better than most of, like, I like this more than most of what I've heard by Animal Collective so far. And then Car Keys kicks in and I'm like, what? Like, I genuinely fucking love this. Like, really <laughs> yeah, cool drums, really that. cool synth. Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. I love the synth, all the xylophone stuff that right. they were using, like the Dr. Dre synth in there. <laughs> the yeah, wow, wow. <laughs> and like the electric piano was great. And yeah, very Beach Boysy harmonies and, and vocals. Uh, it's like, this is what I wish Pet Sounds sounded like. <laughs> well, I, this is I, what's I, fucking over pet, me for Pet Sounds. You know, it's like I listen to this and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And I hear Pet Sounds. I'm like, oh, it's just a shittier version of car keys but I, we don't need to get started on beach boys pet sounds all right i'm trying to get as much hate as Just possible for not for liking trouble. pet sounds <laughs> but yeah car keys I, I loved a lot man i really like that song yeah honorable mention for me as well yeah uh has that so what was your second choice nug my second choice nug it was it was very weird because i didn't want it to be my choice nug okay uh because most Animal Collective kind of loses me in the middle of the song. You know, I kind of lose focus. I zone out. And that's usually they due... They used to make me angry, legitimately. <laughs> and that's usually due to there being, like, no rhythm, no groove, and yeah. no drums at all. Uh, but my second nug is Royal and Desire, the very last song. Interesting. The slow, Probably one of the slowest ones on the record. Yeah, and I think it's just because all the other songs were a little more upbeat, a little you know, more focused that I was able to appreciate this song a lot more with it's being so spacey, being mm -hmm. very slow, uh, and having a lot of these like kind of tremolo layers in the background. Uh, yes. Very like wavy and, and yeah. dreamy. And, uh, you know, like we usually, me and you usually both like, like a, a fucking banger, for the last, you know, for the closing track of a record. And right. anytime that we, I know that we've both experienced it when it's like something kind of slow and like a traditional closer, we get a little disappointed. Um, but I really liked this as the closer. I thought it was a great send off on the record. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, someone like Billy Talent has to have a banger for a closer, I think. Yeah, you know, for sure. Someone like. And they did not and on their last album. They did not. But yeah. it, uh, Animal Collective, I expected it, and I liked it, you know? Yeah, 
Yeah. I think it's... Uh, it was very David Gilmore-ish uh, for me. Okay. I, I could definitely see that. Very. Like, think, like, On an Island, that whole album by David Gilmore. This song, like, would fit right in there. You put this on, like, you know, right in the middle of the record. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you, you know, who's who. <laughs> but, I, uh, I wouldn't be able to tell up from down. I'll, all these songs have so many layers and so much, so many nice, great sounds and instruments and... Yeah, this, the production is really just top notch on this, this record. This song is like almost heavenly, which I don't yeah. really like to use as a compliment, but it it just is, and I like it. You know, I know what you mean. It's just so beautiful. Like this is something that you like. You want to be floating above the clouds, right? Just yeah. kind of flying around, super slow, and listening to this song. It, it definitely <laughs> takes you places. Uh, so, with all that being said, what are you gonna rate this one, man? I'm so like conflicted with how i feel like this is not what i thought i was gonna get from an animal collective <laughs> album and i'm i'm really uh happy with it i really really liked it man um you know there was a, a couple songs that i probably wouldn't want to listen to again yeah uh you know it's and and that's just because of you know just the general like kind of overall vibe of it like i, it, I there's still in every song there's I like the music a lot on pretty much all the songs, but the vocals took me out of it um, a lot of times. Like in in Strong with Everything, the vocals kind of took me out of it. Uh, Walker and on Passerby, um, but you know I I'm really really uh, impressed with this album and uh, very surprised. And so I I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna give it you know like a lot of these songs are gonna grow on me too I I think and uh, so I'm gonna give it like a solid like 7.5 okay very yeah and, and i think it might get I, I think it might go up over time if, if i listen to these again i i mean i feel you i think it'll i'll definitely like this more i'm never gonna listen to this album in the same context as we just did you know no i'm never just gonna like oh what's an album that i could just focus on you know and just like tune mm-hmm. into and just like i'm never gonna do that with this album but no, if we're ever just hanging out in the living room and we're all kind of like chilling and like this is a perfect album to put on, uh, and yeah, like we were saying, like great beach day record, great like just being outdoors on a beautiful day record. Yeah, and so yeah. much beautiful, beautiful music. You can't mm-hmm. really argue <laughs> against that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, vocals are great, harmonies are great. Uh. And it's usually not the type of music I listen to at all, you know, and you're the same way. Right. Uh, so with all that being said, I'm probably, I'm going to be right around where you are with like a 7.3 or something. I'm so surprised, dude. I, I'm so surprised at what we got uh, from this record. And and definitely for, you know, any of you guys uh, listening or watching, if you like psychedelic rock, if you like Pink Floyd and David Gilmore and Fleet Foxes, if you like folk you're gonna probably you know like grab a lot of from this record and and really enjoy it and uh and i yeah man i I would recommend this to a lot of people i can imagine a lot of fans of experimental music will call us basic they'll probably call us vanilla because this is this is not a groundbreaking album i don't think it's not pushing the boundaries or anything but it's it's beautiful and i just i don't know i just enjoy it a lot (laughs) <laughs> it's not simple music though it's it's very right. there's a lot not... going on like you said it's very intricate um 
and and layered and uh the songwriting is really good man and it's getting a, a you know a, in general uh great reviews too so i just i feel like this is um probably going to get them a lot of new fans this record uh well all right thank you guys for listening to our uh, shorty find us on youtube instagram evp cast jean-luc Cattard, fred hanrahan uh we're on where anywhere you can find podcast baby the video version of this is on youtube check it out if you want to see our stupid faces look at my stupid face you look, you look at your stupid face uh, you look like a, a momo you look like a baba goulash oh you gabagool <laughs> and thank you all for listening tell us what you thought of this record tell us what you think we should have reviewed instead of this record interesting yeah we almost did the new corn album tell us how angry you are at us for not reviewing corn instead i am so happy we didn't review corn <laughs> oh my god they i mean the the single they released it sounds like a fucking creed song it's, it does it dude sounds like a fake faux metal song from the mid 2000s i didn't believe you and then i i checked it out Start earlier the and uh yeah, you're right. It's it's pretty bad. It's, it's pretty creedsy butt rock. I, the other songs were like, okay, this is corn, but like, there's, it. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Sketchy. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, glad we went with Animal Collective, but yeah, let us know what you guys thought. Um, I you know we we always want like recommendations too. Like, if you guys want right. us to review a certain record, let us know. Um, and if there's other bands that are kind of like this that you guys are aware of, like please recommend them to me because I I would definitely I could definitely get into this stuff. Uh, thank you all for listening. See you later. Bye, buddies. Bye.